And greetings, everyone. This is Terry Naturally with another edition of Terry Talks Nutrition. We're here every Saturday and Sunday morning from 8 o'clock until 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. And we are here primarily for you. Very few people realize that their health is not dependent on your position. It's not dependent on good luck and good fortune. We create our health and how we are creating our vitality. It's not done because of the roll of the dice. We don't have bad health because God is mad at us. We really have the quality of our health based on the choices that we make. 98% of all of our diseases, think about that, 98% of all of our diseases are caused by the lifestyle choices we choose on a daily basis. And over time, that influences our health for good or bad. If you have a brand new car, over time, it's going to deteriorate. But depending on the owner of the car, how fast will that car deteriorate? People who take care of their car can drive it for years and thousands of miles. And some owners who don't care can destroy their car in a matter of a few years. Our body is exactly like that. What we do on a daily basis, what we eat or what we don't eat, or what we eat that we should not eat, what level of activity do we have, how overweight are we, And I think you've seen this past year and a half that being overly fat and obese is one of the major factors of how harsh COVID-19 has been on some people. And even obesity and over fat causes more death. So our health is caused by us. Physicians know nothing about health. Drugs do not provide health. While they're certainly important in our society so that we have a way to correct serious and very traumatic conditions. But they don't provide health. Health comes from what you and I do on a daily basis. Now maybe you don't want that responsibility and equally we have not all come into the world with the same degree of health. Maybe our mothers were on drugs or smoked or drank heavily. So some of us may have come into this world with some negative side effects. But we can change that. The body is very forgiving. Over years and years, we can destroy our body. 
but in a few months, we can improve our health dramatically. Unless you've destroyed a joint, a hip, a knee, or an organ, it may take more time, but we can reverse all the damage that we have caused over decades. Don't ever give up. If you want health, and I think that's why you're listening to this show, is to gain a little bit more information on being healthier. And on our show, we provide a tremendous amount of science-based information, clinically studies, science that proves that health and nutrition come from what you eat and what you take in the terms of supplements, dietary food supplements, not drugs. So we have a great lineup for you today. And always remember that you can listen to the show locally, as many of you are, Saturday and Sunday. But you can also listen to the show around the world. Our website is terrytalksnutrition.com. You can listen to the show live by going into the radio section of the website. Click on live. But first of all, adjust your time. Be on the same time as we are here in the Central Standard Time in the USA. But we have listeners all over the world. In Europe, India, Australia, we have many listeners all around the world. But if you can't adjust your time, you don't have time, you can also go into the radio section and retrieve a radio show, a radio program that might interest you and listen to it at your convenience whenever you want. And the same is true for our weekly newsletter. You can subscribe to our newsletter and it will be sent to your email address every Friday. Or you can read all the newsletters that are in the e-newsletter section or the archive section and read as you choose. But we'll always present very current, and scientifically-based information. But the problem is, finding a source of dietary supplements that are equal to the science. There's a lot of, pardon the expression, a lot of crap in the marketplace. Especially, like, online. There's a lot of companies out there that will put anything online and they know they have shoppers based on buying the cheapest product. There are products out there that have no actually ingredients that are on the label. The label may say Echinacea or Elderberry or andrographis. And when laboratories analyze them, 
There is nothing in the capsule but rice flour or oat flour. And people are buying it based on the label. But there's a lot of people out there, unscrupulous people, that will sell anything to make money. Be careful of what you buy. You can shop in your health food store where they have a lot more education and information. There's nobody on Amazon that is educating you on how to buy a product. If you know the company and the brand name and you trust them and you've done your homework, well, then it's okay to buy it. But if you're going to buy a product that you know nothing about, but just because it sounds good, be careful. Buyer beware. So today, we're going to talk about some very interesting topics. Relief for heartburn and acid indigestion. Oh, I know lots of people that are gobbling up Rolaids and Tums. And unfortunately, some have even gone further, and they're taking drugs like Nexium and Prilosec, the PPIs, the proton pump inhibitors, that shut off all your acid. Oh, isn't that what you want? Oh, no, that's not what you want. You need acid in your stomach. And we'll get to that in just a moment. So we're going to also talk about better sleep for the elderly. And fatty liver. 30 million Americans have what is called non-alcoholic fatty liver disease including children. It's not just for grown-ups anymore. Kids have fatty liver disease. Where are we going in terms of our health? In 50 to 60 years, we're going to be a very, very sick country. We are now, but much more so. And then we're going to talk about how to deal with nerve pain. And actually, can stress cause your hair to fall out? And we'll talk about the high cost of cancer drugs. And then, do you have a gallbladder problem? Do you have problems when you eat a little bit of fat? Do you have pain? Do you have a metallic taste in your mouth? And we'll talk about, talk about lung cancer. A big topic today. Lung cancer. But let's go on with how to relieve your heartburn and acid indigestion. A simple, simple way to do it. You can do it in a matter of a few weeks. And people have been on drugs the PPIs, Nexium, for years. And even in the leaflet of the drug, it is recommended only as a temporary aid and should not be used for long term. But now we have people that are gobbling up Tums, Rolaids, drugs. Well, heartburn doesn't really involve the heart. Heartburn really is acid reflux. 
and it occurs when the stomach acids back up into the esophagus, causing pain and burning in the chest and throat. Gives you a sour taste in the back of your mouth. It may sometimes cause you to have difficulty in swallowing. Antacids and the anti-gas medications to treat heartburn and acid indigestion are the third most commonly sold category of OTC drugs. Only after allergy and cough, cold and pain relievers. Millions of people suffer from acid reflux. 15 million are on prescribed drugs. And many more millions are just buying over-the-counter antacids, chewing them like crazy. So you don't stop heartburn by stopping stomach acid. We have an acid in our stomach, naturally. And we need that acid in our stomach. And that acid is called betaine hydrochloric acid. When you sit down to eat, or you just think about food that you're going to be eating, there's a preparation in our digestive tract preparing our ability to digest food. So, hydrochloric acid is secreted from the lining of the stomach. And when it reaches a very, very low pH, like 1 or 2, on a scale of 1 to 14, 1 to 7 is acid, 7 to 14 is alkaline, and we should have an acid that would be about 1 to 2 on the scale. And that acid then causes a secretion from the stomach lining of an, of an enzyme called pepsin. Stomach acid is so critical because without sufficient stomach acid, we can't digest proteins. Proteins are only digested primarily in the stomach. We can't break down minerals like calcium and other minerals. So we need this hydrochloric acid. And I'll tell you more about that as we go on. But first, let's lay down some of the foundation as to why we don't have a good digestive system. When we have a lack of stomach acid, food is not digested properly, especially protein. I don't care what kind it is. Could be fish, could be lamb, could be beef, could be pork, whatever it is. Protein. Even your protein drinks. If you don't secrete enough hydrochloric acid, you're not going to be able to digest any proteins or minerals, iron, B12. And it also interferes with calcium. People take lots of calcium 
and never think of why it doesn't work. And if you're lacking stomach acid, calcium will not work. And so they, most people say, well, it's not working, so they just increase it. And that's not the answer. In fact, one study documented over 40% reduction in calcium absorption when taking Philosec. Philosec. P-R-I-L-O-S-E-C. Philosec. It's a PPI. And then undigested protein in the intestines can cause allergens. If you don't digest protein, the body can't use it. And all the proteins that are undigested are foreign to the body. And with the leaky gut, these undigested proteins that get into the bloodstream cause allergies. And also it increases the risk of bacterial and viral infection. Because if you had plenty of stomach acid, you would destroy the bacteria and the viruses in the stomach, in the intestinal tract. That's why a lot of people have problems with C. diff or candida. Hydrochloric acid can be taken orally in a capsule to increase your stomach acid. So, I'm sure many of you are thinking, Terry, I have way too much acid and the doctor is prescribing these drugs to get rid of the acid. But you're getting rid of the good acids as well as the bad acids. So where do the bad acids come from that's causing you to feel that you are having GERD or acid reflux? If you do not have the natural hydrochloric acid in your stomach, the food you eat does not digest. It causes acids of fermentation, putrefaction. You're not digesting your food, which is causing acids to form from the undigested food. These are the bad acids. If you had the good acids, that would not happen. So what does this mean for you? Well, taking an acid blocker or an acid-reducing medication can cause more problems than a cure. And you know what? Even if you were secreting a little bit of the good acids, when you take a drug, an acid blocker, you stop all acid secretion. So that means you don't digest calcium. You don't digest B12, you don't digest iron, you don't digest proteins. You are malnourished due to the fact that you don't have sufficient hydrochloric acid being secreted by the lining of the stomach and the enzyme pepsin. So how do you get lasting natural relief from heartburn and GERD? Well, first of all, Restore the stomach acidity that's naturally required in your stomach with betaine hydrochloride acid. 
is it's commonly called HCl, hydrochloric acid. Now, temporarily, start off slowly. You might take one capsule of HCl, that's Harry, Charlotte, Leonard, HCl, hydrochloric acid. Not going to hurt you, but you don't, you don't want to take a boatload either. So you want to try a trial and error to determine what your level should be. So get about a 600 milligram capsule of hydrochloric acid and take one with your heaviest meal. You know, many people that don't digest their foods, they have gas, bloating, pain, indigestion, acid reflux, diarrhea, uh, very foul-smelling stools. They don't feel good. Meat is almost impossible for them to meet, to eat, rather, because they feel like it's a log in their stomach. It's not digesting. But if you have a very good digestive system, you can eat more healthy foods and digest them well. So start off testing your stomach with betaine hydrochloric acid. One capsule at your main meal. And see how that does. One capsule, 600 milligrams of betaine hydrochloric acid with your main meal. You may need a capsule with all your meals. But let's just start slowly and see how that works. If you ever took a betaine hydrochloric acid product and you felt a warmth in your stomach or you felt a burning in your stomach, well, then you took too much. So then just drink a little water or a little milk and that will neutralize the hydrochloric acid. And then start with a smaller dosage. Then if you want to reduce symptoms faster, better than drugs, absolutely better than drugs, take a soft gel capsule of D-lemonine, and that is spelled D-L-I-M-O-N-E-N-E, D-lemonine. It's the oil that's extracted from the peels of citrus. Lemonine. It's lemon. Oranges. They actually put the peels of oranges and lemons in a press. With a lot of friction, they press out the oil. So this is D-lemonine oil or citrus oil. Very healthy, very natural, no side effects. Don't worry about it. And then with added sea buckthorn oil. Now, Scientifically, 600 milligrams of this combination of D-lemonine and seed buckthorn oil once or twice daily. I like to start people on suggested dosage of one or two with each meal. Excuse me, twice a day. Not, not with each meal, twice a day. It's enough. D-lemonine both protects the stomach lining without interfering with the acid production. Where drugs interfere with your natural acid production. And also helps 
the stomach and the intestinal tract to work properly. Peristalsis. The contraction of the intestines to keep food moving through the digestive system. See buckthorn. It's a, a wonderful oil. It contains over 300 natural nutrients. It's a berry. Grows primarily in China, Mongolia, in the Himalayas, and it's a source of beneficial fatty acids, especially omega seven. <clears throat> Excuse me, omega seven. And it has been shown to protect and heal the stomach lining, even including ulcers, as well as reducing inflammation in the intestinal mucosa. The lining of the stomach and intestines. Now, if you want to really reset your digestive system from your mouth down to exiting, there's a very special blend I found in India Ayurvedic medicine. I was in an Ayurvedic pharmacy looking for products, talking to the doctor there. And he showed me a blend of 14 Ayurvedic herbs, including ginger, andrographis, and Coca-Cola. Not Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Cola. It's G-O-T-U-K-O-L-A. Not Coca-Cola. 800 milligrams with a glass of water at bedtime. Your digestive system will change dramatically. Also, there is a very wonderful extract of licorice that is deglycerinated. The glycerinic acid which causes blood pressure to rise over time. This form of licorice does not cause any complications or side effects, but heals the stomach lining as well. So there's two wonderful natural supplements. The combination of the D-lemonine and the sea buckthorn, and then DGL, the licorice extract. You can use them together, or one or the other to try what you feel is best. So with that, my friends, we have lots lots more to do today. We've got our next portion of the show coming up. But we're going to take a short break here, at a perfect timing. And we'll go on with some of the other topics we have today. So stay tuned. Don't go away. I'll be right back. So stay where you are. I'll be right back after these messages. Greetings, everyone. We're back here with our second portion of the show. We have a lot more coming up. And we have finished our topic for GERD, acid reflux, and all the side effects of a poor digestive system. So hydrochloric acid is the main supplement you want to take to improve your digestive system. It improves digesting all of your proteins, minerals, vitamin B12, iron. It is a must for most people. It is the natural acid that we need in our stomach. 
And we need a very acid stomach when we eat our food to digest all of our components of the food. And also hydrochloric acid sterilizes the stomach and the gut. By that I mean it'll kill viruses, bacteria, C. diff, candida. It purifies. While people that do not have enough hydrochloric acid cause their food to ferment and actually rot in their stomach and gut. Sometimes people don't have a bulb movement for, for days. Think about eating a steak that once you eat that steak, it stays in the stomach and intestines for three, four days, maybe more. Think of what happens to that steak. Warm, moisture. Wonder why people have foul-smelling stool. Wonder why people sell so many kinds of deodorants for the bathroom. You should not have any odor to your to your stool or any odor to your gas or flatulence. So a healthy digestive system increases your health significantly. So let's go on to another topic, such as better sleep for the elderly. Older adults need sleep too, right? And sometimes people believe, well, older adults need less sleep. But the fact is, Older adults often have problems sleeping, but they still need seven to nine hours of sleep every night. And up to 70%, 70% of the elderly have chronic sleep problems. Most common sleep issues falling asleep and staying asleep. Two different issues. Some people fall asleep very easily, wake up through the night, toss and turn, and can't stay asleep. Why is sleep such a critical factor for our health? It is. You can't burn the candle at both ends. In fact, two important risk factors for dementia Alzheimer's disease that cannot be changed of course our age and genetics. But one risk factor for Alzheimer's disease that you can change is getting enough sleep. Researchers followed 8,000 people for 25 years tracking their sleep habits. And the result of this 25-year study, people who slept six hours a night or less in middle age had a 30-30-30% higher risk of developing dementia than those sleeping seven or more hours per night. But some people say, I can't sleep. 
I just lay there. So I get up and watch TV. But when you sleep, you are recharging your whole body. The brain actually can clear out toxins, including beta amyloid plaque, the protein that clumps together that can lead to Alzheimer's disease. Just by sleeping, you're improving your health. You're improving your brain health. And sleep is when we consolidate our memories. Sleep disruption leads to further inflammation of the brain. You go to bed at night, you have inflammation. You have pain. When you have pain, you, it's caused by inflammation. So you can't sleep. And then when you can't sleep, it causes more inflammation. And then all this is linked to several types of dementia, Alzheimer's disease, and pain throughout the body. Arthritis, rheumatoid, or osteoarthritis. So for a good night's sleep, there are many good suggestions scientifically studied. But I'm going to offer you one. For a good night's sleep, well, maybe I'll offer you two. For a good night's sleep, let's start with ashwagandha. A-S-H-W-A-G-A-N-D-H-A. Ashwagandha. In India, they do not grow ginseng. Ginseng is primarily grown in China, Korea, some degree in Japan, and some degree in the U.S. So ashwagandha is hailed at the, as the Indian ginseng. It's not ginseng, but because of its properties and what it does, it's very similar to ginseng. So here's a study, a 12-week study. Researchers conducted a double-blind placebo-controlled trial of ashwagandha versus a placebo which is usually rice flour. It doesn't have any active ingredients. Rice flour is not going to do anything. And they did this in 50 individuals, ages 65 to 80 years of age, that were already experiencing sleep problems and sleep disorders. The results of this study... The ashwagandha group experienced an overall 14% improvement in sleep quality versus a 3% improvement in the placebo group. Specifically, the ashwagandha group experienced improved mental alertness in the morning because they slept better and better sleep quality. 99% of the participants, that's a high number, taking ashwagandha, reported their experience as good or excellent versus 40% of the placebo group who said they had poor or satisfactory results. So ashwagandha 
And I would suggest maybe about 150 milligrams of a very highly concentrated ashwagandha, standardized for 35% of the withlanolides that are the active compound of ashwagandha. All right, here's a, here's a sad note. Fatty liver. Never, we never think of those things, do we? We look in the mirror and we're fat. We got belly fat. We got a bulging stomach. You know, most of the times your stomach hits the wall before we do. But we never think that all of our organs and glands also are over fat. Especially the liver. It's one of the most common diseases today. And the drug companies have been trying to find a drug to reverse non-alcoholic fatty liver disease. And why do I call it non-alcoholic? And it's not just for grown-ups anymore. It's a terrible condition for kids as well. Any age. Now, years ago, fatty liver disease was primarily found in individuals that were alcoholics. They drank so much alcohol, which converts into carbohydrates and sugar, and destroys the liver. So alcoholics had a disease called cirrhosis of the liver and liver cancer. But now we have the non-alcoholic. Kids don't drink alcohol. Small, I mean young kids. So what's causing fatty liver disease today? Sugar and carbohydrates that are refined and processed that convert into sugar. And today, most Americans are consuming 400 to 500 grams of carbohydrates, plus all the sugar. And like type 2 diabetes... Fatty liver used to be a very rare condition, especially in children. And now it's not. Now, in fact, one out of ten kids in the U.S. has fatty liver disease. And fatty liver disease can turn into liver cancer and death. And it's the most common type of liver disease in children. Our liver has over 300 different metabolic functions in the body, but it can't operate and function when it's over fat. A normal liver probably weighs in the range of 4 to 5 pounds. But in the case of fatty liver disease, it can be as much as 20 pounds. A new review of 20 published papers on fatty liver disease in children finds that excessive consumption of added sugar 
and especially high fructose corn syrup. Soft drinks, coffee drinks, all with added sugar, loaded with sugar. From processed foods and beverages is a significant contributor to the development of this disease. When I opened up this program, I said, you and I are the only ones that are responsible for our health. And you and I are the only ones that can change our health for the good, if we choose to. No doctor can. No drug can. It comes from food being our best medicine. So choose wisely. Choose wisely. In a 2019 study of boys with fatty liver disease, restricting restricting dietary sugar to less than 3% of the daily caloric intake for eight weeks led to a 30% reduction in liver fat content. Sugar is the worst thing you can eat today. And lower your carbohydrates. 95% of all the carbohydrates that are consumed in America is refined and processed. Breads, cakes, pies, cookies, pastas, all the carbohydrates, starchy vegetables, potatoes. Having a potato is equivalent, in fact, it has less sugar than a Snickers bar. So we need to cut back drastically on carbohydrates and sugar. And then there are some natural supplements that can help reduce fatty liver disease. And one of the most effective that I found from the research that I've studied is andrographis. Andrographis in about 400 milligrams standardized for the andrographolide, the active component, at about 20%, which yields then 80 milligrams of the andrographolide per capsule. One of the best herbal product for liver disease. And it's very, very safe. It's called the king of the bitters. Very, very bitter. Very good for the digestive system, for the liver, for the gallbladder. So taking one or two capsules of 400 milligrams standardized at 20% of the andrographolide will be extremely effective. But cut back on your sugar. Don't take a supplement and continue to eat the bad food. It's crazy. Cut back on the sugar. Cut out the sugar. Reduce your carbs. And if you are really unhealthy and you want to become healthier, adopt the ketogenic diet. You can get down to like 20% or 20 grams, I should say. 20 grams of carbohydrates rather than 400 to 500. 
All those carbs, grains, flour, bread, all convert to sugar in our bodies. Not only the sugar from the sugar bowl or the sugar in drinks, such as soft drinks or coffee drinks, but all the carbohydrates have to be converted to sugar for it to be metabolized. Now, how do you deal with nerve pain? Maybe like numbing and tingling and burning of your feet or your hands, your fingers. Do you have burning feet? Do you have weakness, numbness, tingling and pain? Often described as burning feet. Are signs of nerve damage called peripheral neuropathy. Peripheral, peripheral neuropathy is often associated with diabetes. 60 to 70% of people with diabetes have some sort of nerve damage. Don't let it go too long before it has severe damage and then it's not reversible. But all this Nerve damage caused by diabetes is the complications of diabetic neuropathy. So people with neuropathy have five times increased risk of falling. Almost 90% of diabetic foot, foot ulcers are associated with diabetic neuropathy. 90%. High blood sugar, high ACL, can cause nerve damage. High blood sugar, the last topic we talked about, the liver disease caused by sugar. Sugar, is, should, sugar should never be in anyone's healthy diet. Oh, maybe once in a blue moon, have a dessert. It's not going to kill you. But today, we consume a tremendous amount of sugar. In the early 1900s, the average amount of sugar consumed by an individual per year was about four to five, six pounds. Now, fast forward to 2021, and each individual today consumes close to 250 pounds of sugar per year. Now, there are many of you listening who don't eat sugar because you are aware of the damaging health effects that it has. I don't eat any sugar. Since this is on a national average, there are many people out there eating our sugar. So they may be up to 300 pounds. You know, that's, that's kind of like about three, quarter, three, three quarters of a pound a day. But they don't see it. It's hidden. It's in everything. And high fructose corn syrup is the worst. And we consume 67 pounds of that per year on top of the 250 pounds of sugar. Now, why blood sugar is so irritating to the nerves is not fully understood. Why does sugar do that? Who knows? 
So far, no one has come up with the understanding of why sugar causes nerve damage. But what is important for you? Get the sugar out of your diet. And keeping your blood sugar levels down can prevent many diseases like liver disease and nerve damage. Friends, sugar is not a food. There is no nutritional value to sugar. And once the damage has occurred, it is very difficult to reverse. But the earlier you take action, the better results you're going to have. Now, there is a number of natural components that can relieve naturally painful nerves, including burning feet, numbing and tingling. So in order to to promote nerve repair and reduce the pain, pain relief, I would suggest a combination of the bioactive B vitamins, zinc, chromium, and alpha-lipoic acid. The B vitamins increase nitric oxide, which expands blood vessels and improves blood circulation and blood flow, reduces nerve pain, and allows nerve healing to occur. And then zinc and chromium are very effective at reducing blood sugar levels, increase the effectiveness of insulin, increasing transport of sugar into cells so it can be burned off for energy. But we eat so much sugar that we can't transport the sugar into the cells because we don't have enough insulin to do that. Insulin is the hormone that increases the transport of sugar into the cells. But we have consumed so much sugar, the body can't produce enough insulin. So that's why doctors might even put some elderly patients on insulin today and drugs to lower their blood sugar. But you can do it very, very nicely with alpha-lipoic acid and zinc, chromium, and B vitamins shown in clinical trials. Clinical trials to reduce the symptoms of neuropathy and slow its progression. Approved, this is approved clinical treatment in Germany as a treatment for diabetes and neuropathy. Now, can stress make your hair fall out? Yes. Bottom line, yes. And stress is one of the major causes. It's hard on hair loss. The average person loses about 100 hairs a day. But sudden traumatic life events like surgery, major physical drama, trauma, 
illnesses or extreme weight loss or changes in the diet can lead to acute hair loss. Triple the normal amount. And using an animal model of stress, researchers investigated the role of cortisol in hair growth and loss. And results, chronic stress, prolonged way beyond the resting phase of the hair, growth cycle and blocked the regeneration of new hair. Dosing mice, animals, with high levels of cortisol had the same adverse effects on hair. It fell out and didn't grow back. And cortisol is the stress hormone released by the adrenal glands. In animals bred to have no stress hormones, hair growth continued uninterrupted even into old age. So how do you help to have better hair growth? Manage stress. Try ashwagandha that we talked about for sleep, which has been shown to lower cortisol levels by about 23% in clinical trials. I also like DHEA. DHEA. It's the counterbalance for cortisol. Promote hair growth with millet seed oil called millicin. The key compound in millet seed oil stimulates hair cell growth and regeneration. Shown in clinical studies to accelerate the regrowth of hair loss due to cancer chemotherapy treatments. So hair growth and hair growth nutrients combined with millet seed oil such as the amino acids L-methionine, L-cystinine, with vitamins A, E, B6, B2, folic acid, biotin, pentathetic acid, zinc, and extract of horsetail. You can regrow your hair to be very, very full, thick, and look like a new hair growth. Here's the combination. And with that, my friends, this hour has gone by way, way too fast. But I'll be back here for another hour tomorrow, 8 o'clock till 9 o'clock Central Standard Time. So have a great week. Start thinking about your health and how you can improve your health because you are the only one responsible for your health. With that, my friends, say a prayer for this crazy, crazy world. God bless you and God bless America.